guns are dangerous. Happiness and cheer, fun for all the children call their favorite time of Never done a a holiday episode. First holiday or, episode. Yeah, nor have we done episodes before under these conditions this year. Yeah. But our man to the left of me, Mr. Ryan Goodrich, as always, playing host. Uh, as we were talking about right before we started doing this, so we've been doing episodes together now for a few years on our old show, The Lounge. The Soul Shock Music Lounge. Well, you know what, Stephen? I appreciate you having me on the lounge back then. And I tell you what, I appreciate you having me on the down right now. <laughs> so uh, we're getting down now. That's right. Tonight we're getting down, and uh, tell them why exactly we're getting down. Now, for the folks at home, uh, we're getting down because had an idea to do something. Everybody had been asking. I mean, recently I've been talking to a lot of my dad's <laughs> friends who were little. Yeah. Young. Obviously, you know, older crowd than our right. crowd would be, right. but people, not just like them, but people that age group, yes. have been saying, why don't you do anything on the episodes I've listened to that are like more themed, more games, you know, that kind of thing where you just, right. you've had traditionally guests come in, they sort of talk about their history and you ask them a series of good questions. Some very common fan knowledge for somebody into you know certain performer musician comic whoever writer or you have them on and it's somebody who you're close to and you just have really deep conversations like with you or our buddy Luca who hosts comedy shows that I'm a part of Ryan being in the music community shout out Luca yes man we do wish could be here for this right now with us but you but know. situations present themselves. Yes. Oh, so is the lesson of this year. But to, a lot of ideas came to us when we really sat down and I got to discuss that with you. Like, hmm, what would we do if we really got to the... If we just let our minds go and we had the, our ideas, we kind of wrote down some different notes of our own and then put them together... What we came up with was something that, based off of our love of vinyl, yes, which was something we had in common from the time I met you. Yeah, we both started talking about music almost immediately for whatever reason, and then we, from there, we, I guess, you know, you find out like what area of music people are interested in, you know, but 
it's just very easy to uh, find common ground when you know, because music's such like a broad spectrum of things, so it's just easy to talk about. Very much so, and to really take a look at what your what music means to each person, whether they are a musician or not, to kind of trace where not really even to me with this I kind of started to think about more of like what was the the first sounds I ever remember hearing in my life the first time I had my first words obviously like I spoke to my parents a little bit about that actually uh, but I feel like that's more untraditional where people are they don't think about that where you kind of just like where do people get some kind of just therapeutic where they could go sit in the park and it's quiet you know not as much this year but yeah. to go get away from things what is it that just you feel so good when you put a song on at night and you're just relaxing after a day of work or where you're running and it just, you get that a hill and all of a sudden you're at the top of it's like you just you're going into vacation yeah that's what a track can do for you and what specifically i think where people talk about past days of music like where their 70s were so rich in the summer of san francisco you know or the summer of love in san francisco and woodstock all those things sure but i mean just different times where sound was rich and vinyl surrounded it that i i can't think of anything better cds never did it for me spotify shout out to them but yeah I, there's something about albums that time of where it was the norm i mean it was just you you got nothing better and i'm glad that people are still doing that today and a new generation is really getting to, they're getting the importance of it. It's been stressed enough. Yeah, because this new millennial, like, you know, they're not really growing to enjoy, you know, listening to an album top to bottom and, like, appreciating the record top to bottom. No doubt. You know, not understanding the the full concept there that's in place when you, you know, appreciate it from top to bottom. So, that's yeah, that's not, the, not really the current state of, like, you know, when somebody puts out now, I'm just how it's received by the younger kids now. But uh, very interesting to think about what record stores and what the how you would go to the mall and go pick up your favorite thing. And you know, when MTV, I got to speak to a friend of mine living in Austin now, but his parents they were talking to me when I saw them over break. For, you know Thanksgiving they came back the, the week of and we spoke about the origins of videos being made for songs I mean specifically <laughs> music videos I think that really kind of we didn't realize the age we were ushering in where it wasn't just about some people wanting to do that as much as it was just kind of you were seeing entertainment today there's so many places you can get it and that gives you that feeling when you have something on vinyl I mean maybe just with I think there's some people who connect to that though yeah or where they hear that 
the crackling of the record be put on and when it finally stops the sound you know, just just letting you know that the needle needs to be you have to change the other side yeah. B yeah it's got its own sound to it so you know it's very special to some people but now people are doing it I like that there are a lot of artists it's not just kind of like something that's being like the Foo Fighters putting out a lot of their albums on 8-track recordings where people are not just doing it on purpose people are doing it because they genuinely like it yeah something's not a fad and people are a lot less <laughs> judgmental you know, right 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 for all the harshest critics right right absolutely this one was hard yeah. to do hard to go do a top five albums pod is what we were what we decided would be the best holiday gift extravaganza giveaway so here's what i'll say is that it's very very hard to do a top five but i mean you're always you know growing each year and you're always changing uh you know your perspective on certain things so you know this top five might change you know it's yeah. going to change but it's, it's a it's a pretty solid top five. I mean, we thought about it for a good little bit. So, I feel like that's the sign of a. Like there's a lot of studies that have been done that have shown that people there's patterns with listening to music that tell a lot about a person's intelligence. And I think that that's yeah. something that if you are not a musician, especially, I'm impressed with a lot of people who talk to me and they have. Oh, different yeah. songs that they would change with theirs because I know I've asked some of my friends about this you know before this episode and I had asked them this question before and they told me their answers and that some of them I remember hearing like oh yeah I think you said that back when we were that age so yeah it's cool to see that you've you know, grown a little bit but also you keep a, a base like that but people are all different right People are very different. Yeah. What I loved about this is I learned about so many good songs, but having to narrow the albums down oh, it's so tough. to five, especially yeah, we had to stress kind of the importance of albums right. and what they are today to begin with compared to what they were. But I had to go and write mine starting with what was the earliest of all the five that I heard and I remember it being but just would be crazy enough to people because it was actually between two different bands entirely but mm. very relevant of my life today it was the song remains the same mm. which is a track I have been thinking of. Oh, it's my favorite one off that album, but off of Houses of the Holy, specifically that album, which having to choose between, it's something with Zeppelin fans. I think that you have so many tracks from their first two albums, and then obviously kind of like Stairway to Heaven overtook everything with their next you know, few of their body of work. Right. And then they really grew to where you started to know how good their sound was, like with Kashmir right. and with, but they said specifically where they knew they had taken over kind of as like this thing as big as the Beatles. Right. Where they actually knew they had that feeling was they wrote the, that song 
the ocean off of Houses of the Holy. That was the one right. I remember hearing. Just <coughs> for John Bonham, excuse me, specifically kind of like the where they got the doo wop going at the end of it. I remember hearing them do the count off in the beginning. Right, right, right. But they wrote it being on the road, hearing so many fans, so many nights, just seeing that sea of people that they would have to leave at the end of. It was like, they would just be standing up there picturing, like parting the Red Sea like Moses. And they get on their helicopter and see, I guess, over the goddamn airplane will help. Right, right. Having to choose between all of Led Zeppelin's albums is tough. Right. For the beginning of metal, technically, that being considered as a metal band very early. Right. On, but that was one of the first sounds I remember ever hearing was... Was this out? This and a Physical Graffiti. Okay. Yeah, and, and Cashmere. For sure. Five years old, you don't really know what you're doing, and it seems to work for mind control. Right, right. You've been getting it towards like, yeah, I was out my my parents used to just they drive, they put everything they could th like. I, I remember hearing so much stuff back then, like "Fly Away," Lenny Kravitz. The first time, like, my dad played, uh, like, all those 90s hits that were on the radio at that time were things he never wanted to hear. You'd hear, like, Blues Traveler, so, like, all the way to, well, because they're, our, our parents, really, I think of radio a lot differently. I mean, a lot of people don't think about it now because it's not used as much unless you use, like, the TuneIn app or you're just on a road trip with your friends. You know, you have to have something on. It's mostly just patchy. That's what you're thinking of when you think of radio. But AM radio was our parents' shit. You know, where they would hear so much different stuff. And you get a lot more versatile with your catalog they didn't even have to try with live shows it was just like can i get to <laughs> the charlotte coliseum and you go see van fucking halen so that's one so if it comes down to it you're making out with a girl what we're getting at is always put down inside one of zeppelin this album well this could work too this I would not count out. Of course, I would count myself out in that situation. So what's your number two? I'll go with number two. Uh, I had to go with Bomb Track. And this is because, as a Rage fan, and also <laughs> running a marathon, this was juice. That's what I call the juice. I'd get to the finish line. I did one almost two years ago, and just remember this being on at the very end, getting me to when I got to 10 miles. It was like there's no stopping. Oh, yeah. 
this I mean this would make anybody feel you know more powerful like just hypes you up there's too many with some of these groups no no question this is one of those they really I can't stress what Audio Slave also meant to this list. I have to give that a shout because of Chris Cornell, uh, yeah. the glaring part of that list. There's so many good things about that band, but I can't rule a group like this out. I mean, like, what? Like, I remember the first time I ever heard Rage. Yeah, them on the, the VMAs getting banned. But Tom, dude, that's the man who just. I I finally found like somebody who could. It was I hadn't seen as eye to eye with somebody in music until I heard Tom Morello. No question. Unbelievable, unbelievable talent. I don't know if they could have worked without Zach, though. I always, it's kind of the Gilmore Waters syndrome. Just such a, I am definitely into Prophets of Rage. It's different, but you don't have to be a Cypress fan to pop that on. Like they, they're really just kind of getting their feet under them until everything this year. But big uh, side project for Tom Morello and Be Real All of Them. I would definitely look into when you have, of course, streamed this episode. Shout out That's to That's right, stream this episode at LGD Podcast on Instagram or at Lights Go Down Podcast on Spotify, baby. Everybody, you make us. We gotta let you know that right now. Sponsors, everybody, the holidays, whatever you're doing. Uh, of course, this will be reaching you a little bit before that, but make sure to check us out. We're available everywhere, especially the spotty, which we will have this on for you this week, and our part two coming soon. And you know, for some people, it's been it's uh, it's been a very tough year, Stephen. And uh, you know, it's good to relax from the holidays. It's good to enjoy the holidays. So uh, you know, make sure that you do that, guys. You know, make sure you take care of yourself, and uh, you know, just remember to have a good time and laugh. It's good to laugh, you know. Uh, and just remember that uh, you know, if you get COVID, you know, it's great. So it's great. I recommend it. So go out and get COVID. Uh, show up, up. Go out, your, yeah show up get with your, your stubs show good. up with your covid and spread your covid and uh no but it's really nothing to joke about and uh you know my uh condolences and prayers go out to all the families who have uh you know been affected by it and uh you know uh we're the top five baby we're on to uh Sinat. we can't stress enough we love you all <laughs> love but y'all sinatra Maybe more. That's right.
this was a this one stuck out to me the most obviously of any on number three of our list folks one of two lists tonight for you before we do our fan favorites uh, episode two Whoa. yeah cake wow very very I mean not ambiguous as a group I mean just such a resume of players that have been in very prolific artists yeah and the sounds they had in the 90s I mean it's still the same it's like I'm hearing a new sound on every album that stays the same too right it's the strangest thing when you hear somebody I mean like the only person I've ever heard yeah I know John McRae their singer given an interview right before they went on the fucking stage okay yeah, yeah. I could like that was just the most that's humility in a bag my that's friends wild brother took it with them outside of San Francisco city limits good man that's wild and you hear that horn in there come on oh man. yeah they had I I feel they had to know with this track because I hear every other song on that album could not have worked to open this album yeah 100%. Right, right, right. This group is... Yeah, this would have felt bizarre if this was like halfway through the album, you know? Exactly. You got... Greatest hits don't do justice for our band, folks. Tom Petty had it right. Cake has been... They were always very good to the local area. I mean, they tried to bring Sacramento music up and did. I feel like they fit their time so well. I mean, they just, their first year was 94. That's wild. Really? That's Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, right. Sort of B-side. We're sort of scrolling through their discography on her. Yeah. And now, sick of you. No, but I mean, great band, if you don't mind me chipping in. I mean, this is one of my favorite albums of all time, and I'm not even, oh, yeah. they, it didn't even make my list, you know, by, I wasn't even thinking about it, but it's a great, great, great album. I mean, oh, golly, I used to listen to uh, No Phone, like, all the time. Yeah, see, that, a lot of people got to know them through either, like, that track, or, uh, music video for shirt skirt long jacket right I mean they had a, like some of those 90s but that, that, that's what I don't like to hear with them because the one of the most just all around the board the most versatile groups I've ever heard it's a great pick man that's a great pick one very versatile group very impactful group from a young age too like yeah you can see what somebody you know if you hear that it gets you hooked on music. Yes. All different components. That's a group who all of their peers respect them. I, I would imagine. Absolutely. And they don't get talked about quite as much as some people, but they're very respected. I, I'm pretty sure. You have to have them kind of to tell a, a story of jazz sort of getting to where it was in the 90s. Yeah, I think that's where it got there was kind of a revolution people to know about at that time that was happening with some of those groups that where I can see where today a lot of groups got tremendous influence yeah and here we have Paranoid and here we go into uh, 
something completely different. You got some Sabbath. I'm feeling the Sabbath, brother. This is what we like to call well, a different Oz. Dropkick! On the hatch. Happy holidays, Ooh. folks. Blizzard of Nuggets. So Black Sabbath is a band who straight into I have it. not listened to enough. And they get I still think the most important metal band of but it when all is said and done any year, it's gonna be this one. I mean just right. too much happening at once. I love the story of the man, the myth, the tone, the guy who wrote this solo gets his finger blown off and <laughs> just puts this, just like a piece of clay, like he threw on the end of it. And you get this sound. That's hilarious, man. I mean, I'm so happy to watch Ozzy just on his rocking chair at the yeah, show now. Totally. Jack. Totally. <laughs> just give me a, it doesn't have to, just let me get a sprinkle of Oz. Right, right, right. No blizzards. I'll take just a sprinkle, I don't even need the blizzard. Your mom tells you too much TV. You've been watching too much TV. Well, folks, if you're just uh, jumping in, this is the top five, <laughs> and we're wrapping up Stevens number four here. And I tell you what, it was great. I really enjoyed that tune by Black Sabbath. You're gonna yeah. like after this song the next five. <laughs> but had to close with coming in at number five, Basically, ladies and gentlemen. This one is going against everyone. It's going from A to Z in rap, hip-hop. I never heard anybody like Nas. It was hard to, obviously you're trying to name someone like an Eminem or a you have to name a biggie or a, you want to get like a, anybody from kind of like when you had a bio school years like a Wale, Kid Cudi, that class up until today. I just, there's nothing like the first verse of your state of mind. And so overall, it's his lyricism, right? That most people say is what sets Nas apart? I think so. Right. I mean, when you put him over top of me, which a lot of people look at you and they'd say, you're crazy for making that kind of call, but I don't think it's that wild. Nas was just... I'm Look at his you. life, it was a miracle. I'm definitely with you on that. But Illmatic 
what he was. I hear these lines, and I just think of when he was raw, just starting in the game. And he, I saw him in Charlottesville in 08, and he was the. I mean, it's the same person up there. He's never lost track of growing up in Queens, being that guy. It's what he always wanted to do. Right. It's hard to not Very humble guy. yourself. Yeah. We've been doing this going off of our two lists. But my friends, we have made it to the end of Steven's top five, baby. Hey, 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 hey. We're going to be bringing you the co-host to the post. The co-host to the post. We got the co-host to the post. The good. On the... I, which I was honestly looking forward to your top five even more than mine. <laughs> really? Well, I hear you because it's like... Because mine's better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, it's also like you know what yours are. Because <laughs> well, I'm just saying, well, I'm just saying if I'm trying to relate to you, I, at least that's where I'm coming It's from. more of a project, I agree with that. Yeah. When you're looking at what you're... Because that self-reflection is... That it's something. Well, it just to take that kind of look at yourself, like yeah, it's fun, what would be. Yeah. But when I look at your your style, is just I was fascinated to see a lot of things that I knew about, some that I didn't. What would be the biggest surprise to me on there? I've seen like there were some groups that. You know, if you speak to everybody about that, they don't know about, or they do, and you're impressed when you hear with some people. But I just, I met those people in life where I vibe on so many levels, and you were one that I didn't, didn't take long to know. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, no. <laughs> Shout out to the bosses. Now, happy holidays, folks. Shout Fire out to Cake. Shout out to the finest, the finest Kirkland brand eggnog, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we had a, a good uh, idea of what our runtime would be for each episode. <laughs> but um, So, I tell you what, folks. This one is going to be kind of our... Uh, we're doing it's really more like three episodes because we have our list that we put together for ourselves and then one of our <laughs> fan favorites which, right, it's like two mini episodes of yeah. yeah so we wanted to get something going for each one but we figured we'd take this moment to bring you up to date with uh, anything that you wanted to throw in with your comments on here uh go ahead and get at us we'll have some posts coming up and uh, shares everywhere like we said you can stream us but and you have an announcement right about the graphics yeah wanted to get to our new logo coming out soon uh buddy of mine 
very good guy, uh, friend Nate from uh, Drawn from the Mine. It's his name you can find him at online. He is putting together uh, new artwork for us. Keep your eyes open because we're going to have a very. I am so excited to debut this logo. It's been talked about for a while, but um, wanted to kind of just catch you up to speed with our shows that I know Ryan has been trying to keep his eye on when he can play again with, uh, you know, do some shows of his own with the, the Melted Crayons who we had on Lights Go Down before. Yeah, you know, who knows, man? It's tough. Yeah, it, we have everything's open right now. It's not yeah. even like having to worry about one thing over the other, uh, really, other than what's most important is staying together or survival yeah. at all. Standing together, you know, family's important, things like that. It's good to do these things still. Mm -hmm. Definitely, where I know as a comic, it's been podcast for a lot of people and for musicians, it's been a lot of playing tracks at their house and getting some concerts with friends together and really learning fast what's important, what's not, is that you can, you know, if you're not with your friends at a bar or if you're just doing a you can't go do a bonfire because it's too cold or something like that whatever the example is so can you get the people together does it have to be less than 10 people something like that and you see people a few times a year I mean you think about how much you see somebody in a year who is even being as close to you as ever before and somebody who lives in your own town like I feel like you and I have been that's something where we really we hit it off at the right time doing these podcasts because I was around here we just we were in the same area of vibe and you know you were really really hitting it with your band and getting the name for yourself here and I was trying to throw myself out of every establishment in the country <laughs> my obscenity <laughs> after a anvil smash of insanity following the other <laughs> but it, it's been everybody trying to do whatever for themselves that keeps them alive and centered and having happiness above all agreed that's what I've liked about COVID is that I've learned a lot about where my, my journey of what I've wanted to do, where it's been challenged. Yeah, it's everybody's. Been a good time to self-reflect, for sure. You know, I'm just doing this to all of these. Uh, of course, uh, I'm good at stalling on time now. These episodes, <laughs> just if I keep talking, <laughs> just if I have to do Ryan's episode. <laughs> no, it's, no, uh, you know been some real gems right now you know so um, good times with weapons but uh i enjoyed your top five steven thank you for your top five you know i that's a lot of albums that like you know if i if i if i was able to make you know a very broad list of my top albums of all time you know some of those would be on there 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 <laughs> apparently i forgot how to speak right there um <laughs> 
But I'm just saying, I love, I, I enjoy that top five for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Some picks on there. Yeah. My goodness. I guess I'll just jump into. We can just start. We can just start talking about stuff again. Alright, so <laughs> <I> <laughs> do that. That was weird. <laughs> <Until> <laughs> out that like little five seconds. I was like, I guess we can talk again. <laughs> so Nog, talk to us more. Um. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we have list two. List number two. Uh, I'll go ahead. Uh, we got Kanye West Runaway. Which this, you know, I will start quickly to say this was the biggest surprise on the list. I think it, for a lot of, uh, maybe it's just because I had heard the other tracks a lot before right, right, on right. playlist. I feel like. Right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, many times coming through the studio, all the other four were on. Yeah, yeah. We looked at each other's list before this. We did. We so did we we've kind of been we through each other's list. We should, you know, if this were a con if this were a contest, you know, we'd be disqualified. Oh yeah, um, I'm expelled. But yeah, man, I just I remember when this album came out. Um, it's called My. It's Dark, an album. It's an album. It's called My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy, and it's just like it's I would say easily Kanye's most versatile album. Um, a diverse album, so I mean, I'm thinking of these top five as sort of like desert island albums. Like, if I if I could only listen to these five albums, like musically, this one is just all over the board for me. So this one, I I, I, I just come back to this album, you know, every year at some point I come back to it. I'll maybe go through like you know a phase like I can't like. I can't stop listening to it for like a week. I just can't get it off of all like off of my mind. There's no but, question. So it's just one of those albums for me, but um, you know, he's a obviously controversial dude and I mean people feel the way they wanna feel about him, but um Yeah, you know, I just I think this is a great album. I don't really know how else to put it. I mean it's just a really, really great record and uh I think older Kanye, you know, the stuff that kind of makes more sense and like appeals to more people is like classic, but I mean, I just think he's a really versatile artist and uh, this is like, I think his greatest album. Uh, From 06 to 16, yeah, that was the, yeah, that's yay. Yeah, that's yay. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. So, so I mean, let's see. I mean, this album, over, yeah. over all else, I mean, just, there's so much within to say outside of music, Yeah. Kanye West, he's one of those, so much love hate with me for him, but right, right, right. I mean, all love for the artistry. Yeah. No question. I've just never heard anything quite else like this album. It was ridiculous. And I think he made it in like one stretch of time. You know, just like isolated in some place and he like invited artists over to, to do these collaborations or whatever, but love the the cleat to he stayed so close to Motown. 
Yeah, I appreciated that. That's, That's what I loved about even this track. Like, uh, yeah, 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 a lot of. I mean, I hear a lot of what he says with, like, what Jay says in how he's young Marvin and to say that is something with Kanye where it's just always hard to say anything else but that. Yeah. Hearing him. Like and I've grown to I know it sounds so much better than I used to. Right. So I, I think you definitely even in younger like being younger than me you've heard more from him and you have more of the story next to him because I just remember hearing him on Chappelle show the beginning of YouTube I mean such yeah. a different time but these years mm. recently I mean it's been a, I'm falling for what he's what he's been trying to give to people because yeah. it's real yeah it, it, I, I, I really like you know like his music affects me like so I, I guess know. that's just sort of how I judge like if it's I mean, what we were saying, you know, is it real? Is it authentic? Is it, um, like, just, I mean, you know, from, from like, a, a music standpoint, is the music authentic? Um, like, how honest is it? But also, I mean, it's just, you know, you can't hear something and dislike it and then still be moved by it and then, like, just remember that forever. Obviously, it's kind of, like, yeah, you, you, know, you have to know how to catch music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Right, so, exactly, so. Hearing him, now I'm just happy that his, I think his mind is, an artist is never going to have that point of solid granite. It's not ever going to be that rock that is just, everything's tip top, not everything in life's supposed to be. People have those parts of them that are just no. He, he's not. He's not going mad. I think he's just creative, free thinker. If they're still out there, uh, you're always welcome on the show. Agreed. LGD podcast. Stream the show with us. Stream LGD podcast. <laughs> but stream I Ryan Goodrich music. Stream Ryan Goodrich music at Ryan Goodrich on Instagram. Follow Ryan and Multiple Cranes on Instagram at Ryan and Multiple Cranes. Follow the LGD podcast at LGD podcast. And of course, make sure to stay classy. Stay classy and so sweet and a little smart. But I agree with what you're saying about Kanye. West. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with what you're saying about Kanye West, man. Really, um, Bob, with what? About yeah, no, but like it's. We were talking about his music is real, and um, <coughs> and we were talking about expectations, and yeah, expectations definitely play a role, and you get to know like the, the role, the role that like the media is putting out, and then you base your expectations off of the role that the media is putting out, and so then that affects how you look at the music, but. And it can, and that's fine, but I'm just saying, I, like, listen to the, you know, like, music just affects me in a way where I, I just hear these songs and I'm just, like, moved in, like, a memorable way. It's amazing. And that's, that's why it's real, and then however, you know. Reaching I mean, the masses. That's why you, that's how it affects everyone, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. amazing that it, it gets through, it reaches the masses, yeah. That's kind of 
I want to let you actually like, if you, you, you you finish. Yeah, no, no, no. With you your boy, it's because I think you had something good you were talking about that yeah, okay. made me think about that. And like with the how it's it's amazing that it is for all intents and purposes, it is a person yeah. getting mass acceptance, right. and that's what we're looking for as people who are artists. Right, 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 right. That's something that is not that hard to understand if you're one yourself. Yeah. But I love how he just, he can put something out and people hear it and they go, I mean, he just, he leaves so many people thinking. Yeah, right, right. And that's the side of the best kind of performer is an entertainer who you want more and they can just do things like I just wonder how much sometimes he thinks about these things right. before the project is dropped. Right, 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 right. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> dollar dollar bills. So we are But I mean that's a hell of a song, man. Yeah, so we're wrapping up for uh Four shoddy, shoddy, shoddy. We got four left. We only got four left. We got, you know, I tell you what, if you were behind the scenes here, you oh, might yes. uh, you might see this Kirkland Signature Traditional Holiday Eggnog Wine Cocktail that we're sipping on this evening. And I'll tell you. Sold only. Exclusively I'll at tell you, the Co. Exclusively at Costco. It's, it's, it's a very elite club. So <laughs> you're so not just So none of you are invited, but... Steven and I go to Costco a lot, and we drink eggnog in Costco. Um, so we gotta do things. We're, <laughs> we're running off that last bit. So we're sipping on some eggnog, everybody, and uh, we're coming in with uh, number two. We're we're four out, including this one. So we're sipping on some nog, baby. <laughs> that one was even worse. <laughs> <laughs> These are all just outtakes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> We're coming in hot with number two. <laughs> As I pour the on. <laughs> They're all stained. <laughs> we have saved all three of those. Oh my god. That I posted. Top off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling a Mary Hardman just sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monday. It's a Monday. <laughs> it's a Monday. Take it while it's Ted Monday. Take it while you're Ted Monday. Take it while you're Monday. But not the Monday. But not Bundy. <laughs> so, anyway, so, number besides two. Ted Bundy. This song that we've been listening to. No, it's not it's Ted Bundy. <laughs> Tell the folks about Ted Bundy at all. So, folks, this is my number two. We're coming in with Snarky Puppy, Langus. Um, Very good choice. So, yeah, I mean, growing up, I was definitely influenced most by jazz, just because that's how I started off, like, playing an instrument, and then I got more into other genres. But that's at least what I was exposed to a lot growing up, and then that's why, you know, I guess, whatever, like, you know, ensemble you're in first, that definitely, you definitely listen to a lot of that type of music um, just because you're practicing it all day and stuff like even if you're not trying to when you first start out you know whatever age it is it just definitely like gets into your musical taste so I listen to a lot of jazz and um, we 
know <laughs> Sam very well. He listens to way more jazz than I do, but like, I love jazz, man, and I just, that's like what I hear over a lot of other genres, um, and that's like what, that's something that draws me to like other genres, is like how, like well could, you know, like these jazz licks go over this song or something with, um, for every time I've sat in with you, we've always done jazz sessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, every, so many good musicians that I've gotten to actually play with from time to time and definitely see live. And there's so much about, I mean, just from a young age, I think that is where a lot of people are introduced to it musically and they kind of stick with it, they don't, and you can tell. Right. Totally. Totally, you can pick it up. Shapeshifter. Right, shapeshifter. I like that word. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to describe it. Because you can tell, you know, if, if somebody's got, like, a jazz background. Um, sure. But, yeah, pre-COVID, I saw these guys in Baltimore um, in high school with some people. And, um, you know, one of the greatest jazz bands I've seen live. Um, and, uh, yeah, they just touch on some other cool genres. They touch on, like, fun solid group and they sort of I mean you're talking about shapeshifting like in a different sense but like their band literally shapeshifts like they have like a, they, they have about 15 members of the band I think and in total and then so they record some of these albums in full but live it's just always changing and they're taking people out and putting different people in so but we saw a pretty good lineup um, but there's you know there's a solo in this song Langus coming up after these guys that is just absurd and that that guy was not in that lineup um but actually that guy came to our town that guy came to charlottesville later Corey henry is that yes. him? Well? yeah so he played at the southern uh, yeah with his new band called the funk apostles Corey henry and the funk apostles um apostles I said that like a fossil, but that's my bad. <laughs> but but he's just ridiculously talented at um, keyboards. So <laughs> they start. They so these yeah no these guys were making music for most of the 2000s I believe. That's a, yeah that I think I asked you one time maybe before. About. Oh no I'm wrong. Well I mean they came on into. The scene kind of in 2006. That's one snarky puppy. That's one, that's one snarky puppy. <laughs> but I mean, listen to this solo. Just like so, and they can cover everything. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Every exactly. Of their song, just they tell such a story. They do, man. I don't like hearing like not one of those like, Rolling Stone quotes, but it's true. Yeah, like I think they are one of those bands that hearing their music with you for so many years now. Yeah, uh, they are like I, I can't explain what your like Carlos Santana is a very uh, mainstream example kind of of this sort of groove that right. people can hear and they're like, damn, okay, there's a lot of talent in that. I mean, it's just, I'm like, I literally was reading their story today about how they were a house of the original group for uh, Carlos Santana's band. They were just, they were all musicians with solo records out, but they all had jazz Oh, I 
but this is this is a long tune so but this is a great album man we like will this, play every song this this twice this whole album is an incredible album and uh shout out to silas frazier for introducing this album to me bop, 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 very bop. talented man and uh yeah i mean i remember days when you know i listened to, like months would go by and this band would be the only thing i would listen to just say <laughs> I mean, it's one of those ones where it's just so easy to hear. Yeah, because it's always challenging to. Yeah, yeah. Very much so. That it's you got all those groups that are like that. That listen and their timing is like I listen to some of Jethro Tull, like their 26 minute songs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're coming in at number three. <laughs> Three out of uh, ten. Well, we had seven out of ten, but um, we're coming in. There was with uh, number three. Some softer selections for folks. So I'm gonna tell you what. Different people will say this name differently, and it's okay. And uh, Bone Ivory is a great band. No, I'm just kidding. Bone Ivory. I love. I love this group. Um, Obviously, they've kind of made music that's all over the place, but, you know, I listen to a lot of folk for sure, so folk and jazz are probably the, folk, jazz, and rap are probably definitely the, the, the main influences, so, you know, I mean, this dude has come up with this band from from this album, and uh, this is the album that people talk about. Not an everyday combination. Yeah, really. Right. Taste, my friend. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, no, 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 so. Truth to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but we're lucky to have a lot of friends with the same, you know, well, similar music taste to us, and uh, similar goals they're pursuing, so. They're so... <laughs> but yeah, man. So, yawn coming on. Excuse me. I had a yawn coming on. No, but um. So Boney Bear is like definitely my favorite folk artist overall. If you can call some of their music folk, which obviously you can't call a lot of this album folk, but um, some of their later stuff is. Gets a little crazy, but um, I got a shout out to Tallest Man on Earth for the early honorable mention. Um, he's got a record called There Is No Leaving Now, which I could, which it, it was tough to pick between the two because obviously there's only so much you can do with a top five, but you gotta hit all your favorite uh, different facets of, of music. So this is the folk poll, and. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just such a great album, man. Like, you can just throw this on pretty much, pretty much at any time, um, unless you're just doing really great and you don't want to really listen to, like, a really sad album. But it's a really good album, man. And, um, yeah, it's just really talented guitar work. It's, like, very, it, it's pretty inspiring to listen to if you're, like, an, an aspiring uh, guitar player. Just, yeah, just the subtle licks in there that, like, are really easy to do with a really I hear um, some like kind of like the acoustic stuff that Foo Fighters were doing in the '90s. A lot of that, 
for sure. Kind of like the these people who were learning to not necessarily like you know the but there's so much talented guitar work on there. Like whereas Dave Grohl's a little bit of a different story of guitar. Agreed. Because traditionally a percussionist, this I just hear. I mean, it it has that calming effect to it. But right, right. Great album. Right on. Yeah, no, it's um. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's too slow at times for for some people for sure, but um. Those people can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you heard it here first, folks. Follow <laughs> LTD Podcast. Good night, <laughs> Good night everybody. <laughs> um, Take that one home for your stocking. <laughs> There's a stocking stuffer for you. We have been a little into this nog. You know, folks, you really got to follow the Kirkland signature brand release of eggnog this holiday season. It's great. You can get it right at Costco. It's only a club. We'll get you in. It's Kirkland signature traditional holiday eggnog wine cocktail. What you need to be careful about is drink responsibly. We do not recommend drinking irresponsibly and we do not condone irresponsible behavior, period. And make sure when you show up front to get checked in you sign in at the clipboard and no metal objects that does include but not limit your car keys as well as loose belt buckles that is damn true and part of my french there but that's i just got worked up because that is a fact we're getting emotional on the pod we're getting emotional on the pod and you should be too we're listening this to a very emotional because it's good again it's as good as it's, it's as it's ever gonna get. Is this album right here? We're talking about four Emma forever ago. That's how long he made this album is forever ago. I can't even think what's happening forever ago. What I did eight hours. You know, I don't even remember what I just did five seconds ago, let alone what happened forever ago. That's all my memory lasts these days. It's five seconds. There had to be something before forever. Ago. Every picture is an older picture. Every picture is a fever dream. You ever think about that? You ever thought about that, folks? I had the original idea what we were going to do was thinking about which our next selection here, Friends. Friends, we're going to Coldplay. Uh, we're keeping the theme a little bit. We're switching it up a little bit. This is the first album by Coldplay. It's called Parachutes. This is a great album, man. Oh, yeah. A lot of great... I hear kind of a mixture of Billy Joel and... There's some accounting curves in this. Yeah, I can see that. Kind of like... Uh, Raining in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some no. Jackson Brown. Yes, definitely some Jackson Brown on this album. But me and actually my dad, man, we're talking about like sometimes how just the first album by a group is or solo artist is the best one because like their whole life has led up to this album, and then yes. after that, it's like you're, you know, whether or not you're with a label. Well, I guess if you if you are with a label, like you're literally just making out albums label and there's things happening in your life but you're like somewhat controlled by the label so um, so 
sometimes the first album is like the most in impactful, like for the long, uh, long lasting effect, like with music listeners. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. There. I mean, that's definitely working with you and working with uh, album producer uh, for new comedy album 2021 coming in hot. It can't be bothered release. Uh, can't wait to get that to you soon, folks. But uh, right. my buddy producing that, I mean, yeah, we just you know, we were talking the other day about albums that fans put out their second or third and what. But a thing that a lot of comics can share with people who play music is that you kind of have an understanding of the business that you're in you it's very similar the entertainment yeah, business that comics face compared to musician is different but it's also a lot of the same hassle because you're yeah. dealing with people who you know shady people buying doors and shows when you're an underground group is the same as you know trying to get your 10 minutes in the middle of Toledo Ohio yeah <laughs> right 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 right, right. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. You guys know what the language of bullshit is, and you go and play a million shows for so many people who you're just like, I'll do a ten audience, but you know what you have right there. Exactly. There's so much of like you know, just the ballad of Billy John, you know, we lost something original and gave mm. one more of the same. Exactly. their best work. But yeah, I agree. I think this is this band's best work for sure. Have to hear so much of this in 10 years. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to this whole Thing. Agreed, agreed, and see where we stood back then, and see where we stand later. This music obviously just stands the test of time. Exactly. There's no, there's no other way you're trying to do it. You're just trying to have something for people to enjoy. Exactly. At any moment, you can put a song on. And we're wrapping up the night, ladies and gentlemen. Folks. We're taking you to Childish Gambino. Uh... This is the last track, Stephen. How you feeling? It's been fun doing this. This has been the first of many installments of Topic to Date. And whatever uh, we go with, you know, hopefully there will be more holiday episodes to come. Um, assuming COVID doesn't put a stop to having holidays, you know what I mean? Good to do it whenever we can. Good to, and you know what? I tell you what, I'll be having a holiday every day next year. I'm gonna make every day Christmas. We pretty much give it up. We've already. <laughs> 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 We've pretty much given up, and uh, this is Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love, ladies and gentlemen. This tune is called Me and Your Mama.
Stone seeing them as a teenager. Yeah. But Pink Floyd Echoes had to be uh, a lot of love to give to that experience. Over Hendrix. Yeah. That was the toughest one. I mean, the only thing I thought of that really got close was. The, which obviously he's kind of his own thing, but Eddie Van Halen, rest in peace. Rock with green leaf. It's not easy being green. you know about me and your mama? <laughs> Did you know about mama? <laughs> the good dog get away. <laughs> Without a mother joke. Yeah, this was, was yeah. because of having COVID get in the way of nothing with our list. This is what I like about being able to be close to here and to do this and to have just like it was such a straight up idea but something challenging to fan show folks there will be many more agreed folks why would we not be the host why would we not be the host 